0: Hello and welcome. I am Laura Cregan, an intuitive eating and latter-day life coach. This podcast is for women who want to ditch diets, find body acceptance, and discover food freedom. As a fellow woman who wanted to lose weight for years, I know how it felt to be trapped by diet culture and at war with my body. Through my own hard work and struggles, I finally found a solution that helped me break free. The plan to get there intuitive eating coupled with life-changing lessons of mindset overhaul and the gospel of Christ. I promise that as you follow these things I teach you here in this podcast, you will find happiness, peace, and most of all, freedom from the war with your body. So let's jump in. Hi friend, happy new year. How is your new year going? And how was it this whole last year? We're going to be talking about that today. So right now I'm hoping That your new year and you're thinking about it being different from your past. Hopefully no diets and we're going to be talking about that all month long. That's going to be my topic for this month is rejecting the diet mentality. But I wanted to just take some time for me to explain and talk about myself a little bit of reflecting as I did my own reflecting and telling you guys what I discovered and what I look forward to for this next year and what I'm excited about and yeah, just talk about some of my thoughts and goals. But I will go ahead and share a few things. Um, I First, though, to talk about what I, what I did, I got this tip from this um, business coach I love to listen to. Her name is Michelle Gifford. And she talked about something called a reverse bucket list and how we should, at the end of the year, write down all the things we have done or felt or learned and or what we loved and that's kind of that bucket list of things you've already done that you've worked so hard on and you've really enjoyed and so for me I mean a few things there's always the normals of I went on some trips I went to Bryce Canyon and Glacier National Park and Capitol Reef so I went to a lot of national parks this year and I loved it and I finally fit I finally gotten all five of the national parks here in Utah <laughs> I've been here in Utah for a long time I haven't gotten gotten to all five of them and I finally have and it's been really fun and I have a scratch off board where I scratch off different national parks I've been to in the country and it's fun to just scratch it off and know that I've done it and I really enjoyed it but I did I guess I went through my whole calendar I noticed I did a lot with people and I love that I went to some networking events. I went out to lunch with friends sometimes. I uh, did some service, and that felt really good to know. I did some of that stuff, and I made meals for people, and I hung out with someone that just for a walk or whatever it was. Um, I realized I am more resilient than I ever have been. Going through this past year it has been hard, but overall a really good year for me. Um, the main thing I'd say for the year was I overcame my eating disorders and towards the beginning of this year, I went to a treatment center and I finally got treatment and I didn't realize I needed that treatment until I had finally, if you know my story from last year that I was in such a dark place that I, was suicidal and didn't want to live and I was very very depressed and I had to go to a month rehab. And at that point it was more for the um, healing of just wanting to um, be alive and see any um, purpose in life. And I was just mentally, very mentally sick and unstable in my mind. But after I'd finally gotten to a point where I was somewhat c- conscious of what my relationship with food was, I was able to get some help with that. And I realized I was still feeling pretty depressed. I knew it was only a matter of time before I was going to dip down even lower because my habits were really wacky and I would binge two to three times a week. And I was so anxious and OCD about what I ate. And of course my body dysmorphia was through the roof and I always felt like I was ugly, overweight, and it was not good for me to be living in this way. And I was so grateful that I went to a center and I found some help. I did an outpatient program through the Center for Change in Orem, Utah, and it was wonderful. And I was able to go there for a few months, and I went to group sessions three times a week and then stuck stuck around to have the dinner that they give us for that day to help us learn and moderate ourselves and um, heal that relationship with our food. And I learned a lot. And I'd say my healing was a little faster in that regard, because I really had already gone through that whole past year of a ton of therapy. Um, And then finally, my month rehab, where I was actually um, in treatment, in a residential treatment. So I was so grateful to have found some light. And I was, I was ready. And I was committed. (laughs) I wanted to be done. I was, I feel like that's how it is with two types of people I talk to with with coaching. It's either people are still have one foot in diet culture land and they still want to lose the weight. They still think it's a possibility. They think life revolves around that and that's where their meaning is or they are ready just to be done and find that new life beyond their body, finding that purpose and that freedom and peace. And especially it's all through Christ and everything I went through this past year of it was because of him and it helped me pivot what I'm doing with my business and it's been wonderful I had no idea I was going to take this route with business and it's so fun I find so much meaning and fulfillment and I know you could just tell through what I say as I say it right now I'm so passionate about it but that was my big thing of this year that I really Loved to contemplate on, but I'm—I I mean, other things of a normal family life. I'm a busy young mom. I have three kids that are eight, five, and three at this time. I just finished potty training my three-year-old, so I'm finally out of diapers. But I don't feel like I'm all done with the grossness of poop <laughs> because I still have Piper bum and all those things. TMI, but it's until my kids are just totally can do what they I don't even know what they've done all day with the bathroom then I feel like I'm out of that land but I also um started a new gym and then I stopped that gym and I made good friends there but I knew I needed to stop since I really needed to still heal my relationship with my body and just work out at home and move my body whatever I needed at home so there's just a lot of things that are really cool. My mom got married, and my brother went through the temple for the first time. I went to San Diego. It was really fun, really good year. And I wanted to then share with you um, what I learned next from her. She said, writing that reverse bucket list, and then talk of, think about ways you can improve. So that's n- number one is reverse bucket list. Number two reflect on how you can improve what could have been improved this year now that you've given that gratitude and that thought and that love towards your past and for me it was it was definitely clear there's still some things I need to work on um focusing on what I can control was one thing that surfaced for me and um especially with relationships when I get frustrated um and that I feel like they need to change. Someone needs to change. It's really it only comes down to what I can control. <laughs> you can probably hear my dog in the background. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> he's snoring. He's a bulldog, and so he he's just so loud when he sleeps. And he loves to sit next to me while I work, and I love it. But anyway, back back to what I was saying is it's all about what coaching. Is It's what coaching is all about, is what I'm trying to say, is really helping people take control for themselves of what they can control. Take control of what you can control, (laughs) if that makes sense. And also being more efficient with my work hours. It's hard. I try to do it um, within the afternoon time every day with my kids. But, you know, I could still be more efficient and effective with my time and planning and being consistent And having goals and also managing my money better and I'll talk more about this in a second being more social I'm sure these are kind of things you've been thinking about too but what I wanted to explain though was um, just my overall word of the year too so I don't know if you anyone does this I have a word of the year I've been doing it for about four or five years but for me this year, um, I heard a song and I knew that's my word. I want that to be my word. And um, I have the word bloom as my year word. And I loved it because I really have come out of some dark things in my past. I'm ready to bloom into who I want to be. And the overall thought of I want to be myself, I don't want to be afraid. To be myself and to let go and be creative, I really sometimes don't get to that flow or creativity, even with business or just normal life of just trying to go play the piano or write like write a poem or something for myself. It just feels like I'm me. I'm being my full creative self, and um, I found this through the song called Super Bloom. So this is gonna be my song of the year. I'll talk about that too. In order to anchor down this thought, having that song every if I stray on what I'm really trying to accomplish, I can think of this song. It's called "Super Bloom" by Mr. Wives, and it is such a catchy song. It is so beautiful, so wonderful, and it just makes me happy. And a lot of people use it as their um, kind of the recovery or rehab song too. And definitely with me going through my treatment treatment and my recovery, I am in a super bloom. That's how, when I looked it up, super bloom is where there, it was a, may have been a really rough spring for a desert or a forest. And there was a ton of rain, a ton of, um, snow, whatever it was, but it's just, it's a supernatural event that happens sometimes and not very often to where it is way more, bounteous and plentiful and beautiful in the flowers than it ever has in times past because all those seeds have been waiting and it maybe waited for years because it was just so rough in those years past to finally let it bloom because all that water and all that all the storms all the snow but finally there is a chance to super bloom and for me I'm going to kind of think of that with myself and that I can have my chance and I it's only up to me I get to I control what I control so that's my word of the year and what I like to do is kind of set some anchors for my for how I feel what my goals are for the year and I do this with my coaching when we want to come up with our main motivational factor we call it our big mofa we train set some anchors in their life that will apply to them and help them remember when I'm not there to coach and remind them or where, when they're not always actively thinking about it because you can't always be actively thinking about it. But if you put these anchors in your lives, that'll help. And it usually goes in the form of our five senses. So picking something that you see often that helps remind you of your goals, something that you smell or touch or hear. For me, it's that song, Super Bloom or taste. So I'm still thinking about it, but I have, um, within this last year, um, also as part of things that I went through, I went through, and it's not a phase. I've always wanted to do this, but it came very strong to me at that point that this is something I need to start thinking of and planning for. And that is to fulfill my dream to homestead. I've always wanted to homestead and I didn't understand to what extent I would really need to prepare for that to get to that point to have 5 acres and to have animals and to save for that and to plan where that pla- that place would be in order to have it close enough for my husband to go work. He only goes into work once a week at the fire station and then I can work at home and it came onto me so strong and I've been so passionate about it and I can't wait until that time where I can be out in the country and get back to the land and I grew up that way in Arizona, I lived in a smaller Town in the country in Arizona, we had cows and chickens and pigs and an orchard, and I loved it as a kid. And I've always wanted to get back to that and kind of quit the rat race. So, with that being said, from one of my anchors of, for me of maybe getting to that point, some I don't know if it's this year, next year, even in three years, um, hopefully in five, because <laughs> we're gonna get uh, maxed out in our house that we're currently currently in. But I'm going to buy this art that I found that is a picture of this homestead and it's beautiful and it's at dusk where the sun is peeking out for one last time through this beautiful cottonwood and there's this dirt road and this red barn in the back and it's just so cozy and glowing and it's beautiful and I'm thinking I'll get myself a flower necklace and I can have that set my touch and know as something for me to be anchored in and what I feel what I want to feel it all comes back to how we want to feel we do these goals because we want to feel a certain way and I picked about five goals for myself um, a family goal a self goal social money and business goal so those are my five for you it could be different because if you don't have a business or self can also be put into different categories of expanded into different categories of intellectual and emotional and um, spiritual for me I my one of my main goals and I've done good in this in the past at this in the past but I'm going to try and get back to it and um, I'm going to try and do three things before 10 a.m. every day and that is to have my holy time to do a, a workout of some sort and to get ready for the day by 10 a.m. <laughs> and I think that's pretty reasonable. It's 10 a.m., but I have to still get up, take care of the kids, get them off to school, and then afterwards do a quick workout and then shower. So I think I could do that by 10 a.m. For my money goal, I'm going to be doing this program with another coach. I'm going to get a coach, and um, I'm going to try to do this program called You Need a Budget, if you've ever heard of it, YNAB. It's an app, it's kind of like um, mint.com or every dollar from Dave Ramsey. But I like this one, why as I was searching around which one really works, would will work for me and what I and my goals is um, doing this app to be work is just about checking on my finances and it is gonna be really interesting as I go through and really see dollar to dollar how much I'm spending and really take control. And this program and this uh, coaching, I think will be a good accountability for me. And that's why I I believe in it. I know I seek out, I need to seek it out because that's what I need. Coaching is three things. It's having the right system. And then secondly, having some support. And then thirdly, having accountability so that you're getting checked on every week and you're going to, it's just 10x is your results and getting to where you want to go of crossing that bridge from A to B. So I've talked about my word of the year, my a few of my goals out of my five, some of my anchors. I hope that you will do the same thing and just maybe pick out a word that really stands out to you. And sometimes I like to pick out a scripture to go along with that word or the overall feeling I'm going for. And um, I haven't quite found it, I'm still looking at it. I really like the scripture, Samuel 16, 7, the Lord looks upon the heart, because that's really what I'm going for with my bloom is just me being me and um, enjoying who I am more and not being afraid. And it's great. As I get older, I care less and less about what everyone thinks, and that just makes everything better. (laughs) So that's kind of step number three of... Um, these steps you should go through of helping you understand what you want your next year to look like, what it was in the past. Like I said, first, number one, reverse bucket list. Number two, how can you can improve? Number three was what you want your dream life to look like. But I, I went into detail, detail with it even more for myself and yeah, included a lot of what my life really is right now. And I'm very blessed. Um, but trying to make more money in my business to where I'm not worrying about money um and having beautiful relationships with people I love and spending time with them traveling um and getting up early and accomplishing goals and doing good more every day I I picture that's try why how I try to picture myself and what my dream life would be and coming closer to Christ of course and Definitely that homestead. I really, really love this idea of the homestead. I've always wanted it, but I didn't really think of it being a reality until this past year where I'm like, hey, I better take control of this. So um, number four and five, um, number four is show gratitude daily as if it's already happened. So this is something you can't just do right now and then be done. I'm going to have to do this and think about it kind of as a continual thing day to day just thinking that I it's already here it's a lot of what people say with man of manifesting or visualization just really already picturing it happening or I like here though how it says picture of showing that gratitude as if it is already happening like thank you for this homestead it's a little bit new agey for me but in some sense I'm going to try and apply it so um, number five is breaking it down into daily and monthly nearly to-do items. All this, really trying to do that. I, and this is hard. I haven't necessarily done this. I, I'm getting some new calendars um, and I'm going to be able to do that better. I feel like it's easier to do with a business <laughs> where I have like numbers to work with and I can really dice it down. But As you're going for that feeling, maybe trying to put down some goals for it. Like, for example, this, I want to be more social if you do too, like trying to plan something every week you do with someone, some girlfriends, or you go on a double date with your, with your husband and some other couple, or you plan a family to come over, just having those measurable, um, smart goal, um, specs to it. (laughs) If you've ever heard of smart goals. You can Google that. It's always a really good way to do goals. Um, So, yeah, that's everything I've been thinking of. And I should probably end this podcast since I'm chattering a lot. But I wanted to mention a few last things. Um, Coming up on the podcast, um, I am going to be doing this every other Wednesday. However, I am going to come out with one next week, hopefully. So after that, it'll be every other Wednesday. It used to be every Friday. I'm trying to do it a little earlier in the week so I can. It's just easier to just get things done earlier in the week. And then you'll be um, ready to listen to it during the week while you're doing your your errands or whatever you're doing. Um, and I appreciate all all of you who are listening. And whether you're LDS or not, this is a place for you if you're a Christian, if you're wanting to just heal your relationship with food, wanting to just become a better person overall. This is also a lot of life coaching as well. So this this podcast too, though, on Wednesdays it comes out, but on Thursdays I email out about it on that every other um, Thursday after that every other Wednesday. And if you'd like to join my email list and get weekly inspiration about ditching diet culture and improving your body image and any thoughts about the gospel or just ways to slowly learn intuitive eating, join with the link below. And when you sign up, I will send you my free beginner's guide to intuitive eating as well. And I promise it will be so much help to you. And you will love these five actionable ways to start intuitive eating. And overall, I want to leave off with, in this year in my business, of course, I just recently released my workbook. And I am excited to keep going on that and helping everyone see a way to have intuitive eating be a part of their lives through this 14 day workbook that can help them and hopefully in February and that so that's linked below by the way if you want to access that and it's a wonderful workbook I worked really hard on and but hopefully in February next month I will have my course ready to go I have that I have the first part of it ready and then later this year hopefully having my group coaching program so I have some big (laughs) I have some big goals But that's just me. I am not afraid of it. I can do it, especially if I am feeling like myself, like I was saying, booming into who I want to be. But I'm hoping to have that be a six-month-long program to fully dive into intuitive eating with women, and and especially when you're all navigating it together in real time where you all come in at the same time. It'll be so wonderful. I've done programs like that myself, and I just knew this is what I want to do. And it takes time, six months, to unravel diets from our past life and many other wonderful things that we'll learn. So there are big plans. And, of course, along the way, I'm always accepting new clients for my one-on-one coaching sessions. And my program for that is incredible. And women find amazing results, and they are ten times happier. They have total food freedom and peace within themselves. It's these principles, and with the gospel combined with Christ, there's just no way that you're going to be stuck in that dark place with food and your body anymore. There's light, and it's wonderful to be a part of it as I coach people through it and to teach you some along the way. It's really about you. I guide you. You are the master and the hero in your story, and I'm hoping to add any value in guiding you along the way as you learn the new way to be healthy if you're interested to work with me, let's have a chat. It's no pressure. And I would just love to help. So my, it's my free intuitive eating breakthrough session is that first chat we could have together. And I link that down below, but there's so many exciting things ahead of us friends. And I hope the best for you and that you will take time to ponder your past and how far you've come and what your new year will be. So for me, it was amazing. And And I look forward to this next year and to fully live life and so grateful for what Christ did for me this last year and saved me and carried me through the hard times and totally made me a new creature. So I also, next week is last thing, my podcast. I'll be announcing the free five-day challenge I'm going to be doing for the month of January since we need to armor up for the new year against all the messages we're getting about diets <laughs> This I'm going to have this fun free five day challenge to start intuitive eating and ditch diet culture so I'll talk about that next week so we can be all set to go for the new year and um, not be bombarded with these diet culture messages and to find the light in ourselves and with what God has given us in our bodies to know how we can navigate our own health so stay tuned for that and thank you again, again friends and Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I hope today's show filled your soul and gave you the direction you were searching for in your health, life, and relationship with God. I would love to stay connected. Subscribe to my podcast so that you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. And it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review this podcast just down below. Your words inspire me and give me that boost to create more inspiring content to share. I would love to meet you on social media. Find me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if this show really inspired you today, take a screenshot to share it on social media and tag me or click the share button to give it to someone else that would also benefit from these spirit-filled discussions. Let us all spread the good word of the gospel of Christ and help others in any way we can. Thank you again for listening today and I look forward to connecting with you.